Welcome to Let's Talk Brock. Okay. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Let's Talk Brock, Brock podcast. Today we are joined by Ken Chan, Vice President of Administration at Brock University. Ken has a rich educational and career background, and he's brought um, those experiences with him to this new, ro new role, which we will hear about today. Thank you so much for joining us, Ken. Hi, Sarah. Nice to meet you, and thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, our pleasure. I'm really excited to hear a little bit about your background. Um, my first question would be about your role now, and I'm just curious what your typical day looks like as a member of senior administration. Um, what gets you excited to come to work every day and kind of what your job in a day really looks like? Uh, I'll start off by telling you that I am joining you today uh, from the Makerspace, which is a really cool, innovative uh, setup where you can come in and let your imagination not only run well, but turn into something tangible that you can touch, you can feel, you can see. And uh, just looking behind me right now, yeah, we have a keyboard, uh, a drum set, a recording studio, and even a podcast station. And um, to uh, get to your question of what gets me excited, it's just this diversity and variety of exciting um, technology, exciting infrastructure, uh, whether it's in, in, in music, in drama, in the arts, in the sports, in, in learning, and uh, the vibrant campus. Um, I, on my way here, I, I walk past uh, a, a number of students wearing different Brock gear, um, and uh, that leads me to uh, sharing with you what my, I, I do as my, my day job. I'm the vice president for administration, and, uh, and I report to the president and vice chancellor of the university. In addition to myself, uh, there are two other vice presidents. There's the vice president of academic, uh, who's also called the provost and is responsible for all things academic. And um, and there's a vice president of research. And Brock also prides itself as a top research institution. And in the world of administration, I have the, the honor of working with a lot of um, passionate people. And they range from uh, people who are in facilities management that keep the uh, campus clean, safe, healthy for all of us to come in. Um, we have uh, student. Uh, uh, we we also have student housing and and dining services part of our um, uh, portfolio. There's human resources, uh, campus security, information technology, advancement, uh, alumni relations. So at one point when you graduate from from Brock University, uh, you'll be an alumni, and 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 we have a lot of exciting programs as well. Uh, that that we run, um, that just gives gives you a, a flavor as to uh, the the variety uh, of the portfolio that uh, I, I get to uh, and the people I get to work with uh, with day in and day out. Awesome, you certainly wear a lot of hats in a day. Um, so I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about your personal educational journey that led you here, a little bit about your experience career wise, um, and really what led you here um, to working at Brock. Yeah, excellent question. Lots there to unpack. Uh, I start out with telling you about the variety of, of the role that I currently play. Uh, but thinking back to my time as an undergraduate student, um, I studied political science and criminology. Um, but I'll tell you, it wasn't until my second, towards the end of my second year, going to my third year, that I decided what my major uh, was going to be as well as, as my minor. Uh, but it really began with my um, my first year coming on and, and want to try uh, different uh, subject areas. So I, I, I took courses in political science and 
um, in, in history, in, in, in the sciences, in business, you name it. And as I, uh, I progressed through my first year and, and the first part of my second year, I had to decide uh, what my um, major was going to be. And, and really the way I reflected on, 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 on uh, that time of my life, it really came down to uh, one basic question. Like looking back, what were the courses I enjoyed? And it came down to political science. And uh, I also, uh, as as as, um, a, a, as a matter of interest, uh, have, have been interested in the law. So I took a, quite a number of criminology uh, courses. And when I went in and sat down with uh, an academic advisor, um, it, we, we talked about what I want to do in the future. And I said, I really don't know what I want to do with my future, but I, I really wanted to to get a, a degree in, 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 in areas where I'm most excited about. So hence my undergrad in political science and uh, criminology. Uh, I then uh, decided that I was going to uh, continue my studies because I enjoyed uh, learning. And uh, that led me to doing a master's in business administration. Uh, so Sarah, do you want me to just jump to my career and talk about what I did next? Um, yeah, and, sure. and clearly, I, I, I studied criminology, um, and as a as a young child growing up, I I was always fascinated by um, by the world of policing, and I thought, okay, I'm going to be a police officer, and I decided I was going to uh, do a number of things that would uh, prepare me for a career in, in policing. So I volunteered uh, throughout my undergrad uh, years as well um, as a um, as a volunteer court worker in, in, in Vancouver, BC. So I learned quite a bit about the practic practical aspects of the criminal justice system. So taking stuff I learned in the classroom and, and, and learning uh, about that in, in the real world. And I also spent some time volunteering for a, a police department working in, in, in the mall uh, where the police um, station was, was located. Um, that certainly brought me to uh, the point in time of my life when I decided to be a police officer and I spent a couple of years in uniform. So that's uh, that's that's behind uh, the wheel of a patrol car. Yeah. Spent uh, a year in uh, in drug investigations and then in in homicide. Um, now, fast forward to uh, to to my career later on, I've had the opportunity then uh, in government uh, and, and today at, at, at Brock. Uh, also uh, leverage my 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 education and my early professional experience in uh, in, in, in policing. So that was the first five years of, of my post-university career. Um, I talked about politics, right, and, and studying political science. And while I was uh, a police officer, I, um, I, 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 I continued to volunteer in the community. And through that process, I met a number of uh, people in, in politics, including uh, members of provincial parliament, uh, who after an election, uh, became uh, a minister, and I was invited to become a political advisor, uh, working directly in the minister's office in health. So I went from 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 being a police officer, uh, where I leveraged my 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 minor in criminology, yeah. uh, then um, leveraging my 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 studies in political science to be a political advisor, and I was in my mid twenties at that point in time when I made that leap. And I, I really got to see uh, firsthand how um, government decision making is done. So I had the benefit of, of being in, in, in what they call council chambers. That's where cabinet ministers in, in Ontario um, would meet. I was there uh, advising the minister on, on policy, 
um, on engagement with, with stakeholders. And, and that was really my, uh, my, my exposure to uh, life in, um, in Ontario uh, government and, and politics. I also uh, was curious about what it would be like uh, living and, and working abroad. And uh, I, I, I then decided I'm, I'm going to look for another place in, in the world to live in. And I picked London, England. Oh, very cool. Yeah. How long did you live in London for? I lived in London for about uh, three years. Wow. Okay. What did you what uh, guess? What what I did there? I was just gonna say, what did you, what did you end up doing in London? What hat did you wear in London? Well, let's talk about connecting the dots here and, and how I leveraged my my past. So I, I got a, a work visa to to move to the UK, and I decided, okay, London's gonna be. And as as and I as I reflected back on my experience, uh, what do I have to offer um, yeah. an employer? And I decided that given my background in um, in, in, in government, uh, in policing, I would look for uh, jobs uh, in, in, in that field. Uh, I had the, uh, then I started looking at uh, job ads and I found a, a very exciting uh, opportunity with the British Department for Business that was looking okay. at cutting red tape for businesses and public sector frontline and nonprofits. So I applied for the job and I became an assistant director for um, regulatory reform. So that's uh, about cutting red tape and in essence, making life easier for people working the front line. And take a guess, which portfolio, which area did they ask me to work in? I can't even begin to guess. Policing. Okay. <laughs> so here I, you know, here I was uh, working as an assistant director in the Department of Business of all places. Oh, so yeah. that's uh, and and I had the opportunity to work with the Home Office. So that's the 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 government department in the UK that oversees policing, immigration, um, and um, and 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 that also provided me with the opportunity to learn more about the UK system uh, of government. Yeah. And and having studied politics and and and, uh, and knowing that our democratic system is is based on the Westminster style of, of democracy. Uh, so that was certainly a very ex uh, exciting uh, moment in my life where I could, got to see firsthand um, how uh, government runs in, in the UK. My question then I guess would be, how did you get from um, that career to now being the VP of administration at Rock? And how do you find that those, those skills have carried over to this role? Well, there were a number of other stops uh, between uh, London and... <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> and being here at Brock. So uh, what led me to, to, to leaving London at that point in time of my journey? Because when I left, I packed my I, I packed my bags, had a one-way ticket, not knowing when I'll be coming back to, to Canada. Yeah. But at some point I knew I'll be coming back to Canada. Uh, in 2010, um, there was a municipal election in, uh, in Toronto. Okay. And a number of people reached out to me and said, Ken, you should run for city council. Um, okay. And I did. So I, I, I told the mayor and I, I told my colleagues at London City Hall and all my friends, my new friends I've made and, 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 and really, uh, you know, uh, like spending time with, I said, I'm moving back to, to Toronto to, to run for city council. I never ran for office in my life, but that hasn't deterred me because I felt I had something to offer. Yeah. As someone who uh, was a frontline police officer, uh, I, I related to um, what the local issues uh, were and, and it mattered to uh, everyday citizens. I also spent some time working uh, in 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 um, in politics, so I certainly have a a, a first-hand understanding of how 
decisions I made, and I worked in health, and, and certainly that has a direct impact on people's lives. And then I worked for London City Hall, the London mayor, right? And 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 I felt I had something to offer from a, one global city to another. Absolutely. So I came back and I ran for office. Um, that was a very long journey. I, I, I moved back to Canada in April and the election was in October. And I, I at that point in time, I wasn't working. I wasn't making any money, but I decided I'm, I'm gonna do this because it was my way of giving back to society. Uh, I, I, I ran a strong campaign, met lots of people, uh, had had a, a lot of uh, great experiences in debating, uh, in election debates, uh, in knocking on doors, and came election election day. And when the results all came in, um, I was behind by just two percent behind the the person who got elected. So four hundred votes was the oh difference. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, the the winner of the election, who is now the councillor in in their area, I ran. Uh, she won with seven about 7,500 votes, and I got just over 7,000 votes. And you know, and Sarah, I I would tell you that that was a moment in 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 my life where for the first time ever, um, I realized I was unemployed. I I had no job to go back to. It was a scary right? moment. It was a scary moment, right? Yeah. It was a scary moment. And I'm wondering um, what advice you would have for post-secondary students unsure of what direction they want to go into, considering your rich experience. What would you tell someone who's unsure of the career they're interested in? It is okay not to know what your major is going to be going into university. I know oftentimes you're under pressure, uh, you know, whether it's amongst your peers in high school uh, or your, your family. What do you want to be? What do you want to be? Um, it's okay not to know. Yeah. Uh, it's okay to say, I'm going to apply for a program. I'll, I'll make the best of it. And if I have to switch in my second year or probably through my first year, um, think about, you know, uh, a different program altogether. That's okay. Um, yeah. Because it, it is, it, it is uh, and I wish someone told me when I was studying at university, uh, life is really long, right? You've got a long runway, a whole life ahead of you. And... Um, and Sarah, I mean, I, I left pharmaceutical to be an assistant deputy minister in government, and that was my 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 last stop before coming to Brock University. Okay. And and in the last um, in the last year, I've done two things, and one is I uh, went back and, and finished uh, another master's degree, um, and okay. then last October I started a PhD. And the reason why is because when I when I was earlier, I thought, oh, I want to I want to do my like grad studies and, and do my doctorate. Uh, but I never got to do that. And you know why? Uh, given all the, uh, the the fun jobs I took. You were but a little it, busy. I was a little busy and, and that's never busy. stopped me right from doing that. So I've started. Yeah. So, you know, my advice is, uh, you know, uh, take risks with your career yeah. as I have. And, uh, and and in some cases, you, you, you take a job and if it's not the right one for you, um, don't walk away from it. Don't quit it. Right. Look, talk to talk to mentors, find out a coach, uh, get advice, network. And um, and, and it's OK to, to say to uh, uh, it's OK to say to someone, hey, I you know, I, I see that you've uh, you've studied business. Uh, don't know much about business, but what part of business are you, did you study? Accounting? Is it marketing? It's OK to say, hey, I love sports. And uh, I, I love sports, but is there a career in sports? Uh, or, you know, it, it may be uh, a passion they have is, is healthcare. 
and 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 in healthcare you can be uh, a healthcare professional dealing directly with patients like a pharmacist, a nurse, a doctor, a dentist, or you could be uh, someone like uh, myself having been a, a health policy advisor. So that's my advice to you is don't feel like yeah, you need to go in and, and when you send your application to Brock University and I look forward to seeing you all at Brock. Um, and uh, it, that doesn't mean that you're, 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 you made a decision to do that major and you're stuck at it forever. You're not. Absolutely. I think people tend to get uh, pigeonholed a little bit into a single career with the program, but there's so many careers that can come out of, of doing a, a program and there's just so many opportunities within the program to explore so many of them. Um, I'm curious, you've been at Brock for a pretty short time, but I'm curious of two things. Um, what do you think in your mind makes Brock unique? And what is your favorite place on campus if you had to pick one? What do I love most about Brock University? I think that was the first question, right, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. It's the people. It, it is. It, it is the people. Um, and 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 the last year and a half have been difficult for all of us because of the COVID uh, pandemic. And what I can tell you, uh, when I joined Brock in, in June, one of first uh, priority was to look at a safe way to bring people back on campus. And we partnered with faculty, the, the student union, the local public health uh, unit, and we made that work. Uh, we to protect people coming on campus. Uh, we require that uh, people uh, be fully vaccinated. Uh, we have mass requirements. And uh, we ensure that the, the campus is um, kept um, healthy and, and clean uh, for, for everyone. And, and I, I think, you know, having walked the halls and the library and 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 the the the, uh, the restaurants uh, the dining services uh halls i can tell you the energy and the spirit amongst uh, students it's exciting and i will tell you this i i have seen people coming from around the world around the country around the province coming together and making friends for uh the first time and so what i just share with you my most exciting moment at Brock was um, the September long weekend, the move-in day. Okay. okay so yeah. I, I showed up. Yeah, I I showed up and and I wore and I wore my uh, Brock hoodie and I have a special Brock hoodie that says Brock and it has VP administration. Oh. <laughs> um, and um, because I also oversee the campus store and I want to support it by okay. buying uh, uh, two hoodies with with that label on it. Yeah. And I walked around and I got to speak with parents and uh, students were moving in and it was exciting, right? And then I saw how people were in line waiting to be uh, checked in and, and they'll turn around and say, hey, where are you from, right? And, and I'm from I'm, I'm from here, I'm from there. And and which floor are you on? Which which room are you in? And, and people are starting to form uh, a friendship. And, and I, I hung out long enough to also see in the evenings um, people walking together to, to have dinner. Yeah. And and I think that is just so exciting. So Sarah, you know, I, I think for anyone who uh, wants, uh, who's thinking about Brock, I'm sure, um, I think Brock is the right place for you to have to come to. And if you already made up your mind and you want to come to Brock, I look forward to seeing you here. Thank you. I In recruitment, we get asked a lot by prospective students what uh, what brought us to Brock and what keeps us here. And I always say the same thing. I think the community you feel on campus is unmatched. 
Um, and so I completely agree that move in weekend has a special kind of energy too. There is a special kind of excitement that happens on campus that weekend. It's it's fun to experience. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. I really enjoyed hearing your experiences. And I know a lot of students will benefit from from hearing that journey. Um, so thank you so much for joining us and uh, and take care. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, you can contact us by email at futurestudent at barocku.ca.